Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Yashoda Health Podcast brought to you by Yashoda Hospitals. We are here to provide you with the most up-to-date health information on a variety of health topics so that you can make informed decisions about your health. I'm your host Dr. Lakshmi and the topic for the day is Recent Advancements in Critical Care Medicine. In this episode, we will dwell into the intense world of critical care where lives are saved in high-stakes environment. Joining us today is Dr. Venkatraman Kolak, Clinical Director, Consultant, Intensivist from Yashoda Hospital's Hitech City. His extensive experience will provide us with how critical care has evolved for the past few years and the recent advancements in critical care medicine. Welcome to the program, Doctor. Thank you. Hello. So critical care is considered as the soul of the hospital and it's important to constantly evolve and to keep up with the technology to deliver the best quality care for the patients. So how do you see the critical care practice has evolved or changed over the past few years, doctor? So critical care as a specialty has evolved in the last two decades. From the era where physicians, anesthesiologists used to take rounds in the intensive care unit along with their practice. But in the last two decades, it has evolved as a super specialty where the physicians, anesthesiologists and pulmonologists graduates and postgraduates go through a three years of intense training in the intensive care unit so that they became a specialist in the critical care department. And now the manned, skilled manpower who are actually trained extensively in the intensive care unit are available to take care of this critical care department so that the critically ill patients get the best of the care and now they are independently able to manage the sickest patient in the hospital. So technology has undoubtedly transformed the delivery of healthcare system. So what are some of the recent advancements in technology that you have witnessed, especially in critical care doctor? There are a lot of advancements happen in the intensive care medicine. From the organ supports to a different monitoring systems. We see a different organ system from the renal supports to a continuous renal replacement therapies to a liver support to a mechanical ventilation which actually supports the lungs to ventilate a patient. Nowadays, we are also talking about extracorporeal membrane oxygenation called ICMO, which has not been uncommon nowadays when a patient is in extreme sickness with no hope of life can be shifted to an extracorporeal support to give a chance to these patients to survive by reversing the reason why the patient landed in that condition. So this is a part where we support the multiple organs by different organ supporting system. Other than this, the monitoring system, the tools which we get nowadays are integrated to trigger all the critical points so that we intervene and cure these patients. Something like all the ULRAMs has been triggered and the ventilators has been integrated into the AI systems where the clinicians get a alert in every problematic situation so that we integrate them to give a better care. And in the same way, the amazing system, the multiple availability of the monitoring systems has helped us in evaluating these patients and getting the root cause of the disease and supporting these patients. So critical care is all about teamwork. So as this demanding commitment is multidisciplinary in nature, it requires some special qualities as a team of doctors. So how do you think the team of critical care at Yashoda Hospitals is unique for delivering the best possible outcome for the patient? 
So as a department, now we have highly skilled, trained, qualified intensive care specialists available round the clock in all our ICUs. These people be, will be available 24-7 in all the intensive care units, taking care of all sick patients, whether they come in the daytime, nighttime, holidays, anytime. And these team members will give them the round-the-clock support of all the systems possible. And as you already mentioned that the equipments, the infrastructure, the monitoring system, and the organ support system, which is integrated with AI, will help us in centrally monitoring them and triggering whenever is needed. Other than the skilled manpower, the infrastructure here in our hospital has each bed has a single cabin unit, and this helps the patient to get a daylight and air recirculated every breath. So this gives them a fresh feel of life in even in the intensive care unit. And this will also prevent us from getting infections in the intensive care unit. Intensive care unit and critical care department cannot be run by an individual or a department. It is a multi-departmental teamwork. Either you say about specialities, it is a combination of all the specialities who has to come together to actually make the patient better by their specialist inputs into the patient care. In the same way, the allied specialities like respiratory therapists, physiotherapists, nutritionists, phlebotomists, pharmacists, counselors, all these teams actually help our patients to recover quickly in our intensive care unit. So intensive care unit is a teamwork. So here in Yasoda Hospital, in the Department of Critical Care Medicine, we make sure that all our patients are very closely, vigilantly monitored by a qualified, experienced set of clinicians who are from the Department of Critical Care Medicine. So round the clock, we have availability of all the specialties like interventional radiology or a surgical specialty or any medical specialty so that they can come and support the intensive care team in any time of the day. So speaking about ICU facilities, doctor, controlling or preventing the spread of infection, especially when a patient gets admitted in the ICU, is one of the important goals. So how do we implement this policy as a team doctor? The most sickest patient of the hospital comes to the ICU. And many of these patients will be on multiple devices and line. And this makes them prone for any infection. And these patients also receive multiple antimicrobials for prophylactically and for empirically to treat many infections. And this creates a lot of resistance in them. And this became a major threat right now in the world. To combat that, as an organization, Yasoda Hospital has created an atmosphere where each patient bed has a single room cabin. And this stops the transmission across one patient to the other. And this created an atmosphere here in our hospital where we could actually narrow down the nosocomial hospital acquired infection to the bottom low. And that has been a phenomenal change in the practice of intensive care medicine over the last decade. So apart from practicing and delivering the latest clinical methods, what are the other elements you think are important for the evolution of critical care medicine, doctor? Other than treating patients and giving a best services to all your intensive care patients, Ongoing research in the advancement in the intensive care unit been one of our motto in Yasoda organization. So we strive to actually create research opportunity to all our colleagues so that they do advance research on advances. And also we believe in education and learning. 
Yasoda Organization and Department of Critical Care Medicine created a national platform. Over the last two years, we have done a, every weekly webinars, creating an educational platform for all the postgraduates across the country, involving from all the parts of India, including from the public institutions and the corporate organization. All the students and the senior consultants and teachers are involved as a part of it. So we believe research and ongoing continuous learning and education should be a part of it. So in general, doctor, it's common to come across some misconceptions. So what are some of the most common misconceptions that you come across and how would you like to set the record straight? When a patient comes to the intensive care unit, we know sometimes these patients are too sick and they may be on multiple organ supports, including a ventilator. And whenever they are on ventilator, many of the times they have been sedated and anesthetized in the ICU. It is very common misconceptions in the families that any patient who is on a ventilator may not revive back or survive. And many of the times they also have doubts in their minds about the survivability or is there a life existence in this patient or not. Many of the times the family members do come and ask us, can we see the patient's response and all. So this is a very common misconception which we see in the families. We wanted to actually emphasize that these patients who are under the ventilators and under the sedation and anesthetized, if they receive appropriate treatment and they recover from the primary disease for which these patients have been intubated or on ventilator, these patients will come out of the ventilator and we see this has a very common phenomenon in nowadays that a good number of our patients in Yasoda hospitals walk out of the ICUs after being ventilated for more than a week to 10 days time in a very happy way. So the concept of these patients, patients and the families that the patients who are on ventilators will not survive or they are no more should be taken out. If you have any queries, any doubts in your mind, please do consult your team, the ICU doctors to show you the response of the patient, to show you the details of their vitals, to show you their sensorium if they are off sedation or off relaxants anytime. So I'm sure communication plays a vital and key role, especially in critical care. So can you share some strategies that you and your team employ to keep the communication clear? So families of the intensive care patients will be in tremendous stress and there will be a lot of anxiety going through because some of their loved one is inside the ICU struggling with the life. So we take it as a part of our team to make the family comfortable with us and keep them open uh, information, transparent information, whatever is available with us at that point of time in their own language. A team of doctors, the specialist, the intensive care doctor, a counselor, an administrator will be sitting with them discussing about the condition and detailing them all the possible things and giving our all empathy and the care, whatever we can give to the family at that point of time. So we take care of the family in the best possible way in this situation. I think that's well said. So before we wrap up this episode, Doctor, is there any message that you would like to share with the audience out there as far as critical care medicine is concerned? The intensive care medicine and the critical care department has evolved over the last two decades. And now this is now a competent department which will 
take or which will get the change from a sick patient to a critically ill patient to a normal life. So this is as a department can save many lives. As a common uh, public, we all need to know the role of intensive care doctors and their role. And you can always reach out to them when any of your loved one or a family member in the need of that services. The all intensive care doctors and intensive care units are available across the globe now who can provide life-saving services and supports to make you better. Thank you, Dr. Venkatramankola, for your enlightening insights into the critical care landscape. Your expertise and dedication shed light on the crucial work done by professionals in the ICU. Thank you. And to our listeners, we truly appreciate you joining us on this insightful journey. Stay tuned for more episodes on Yashoda Health Podcast, where we continue to bring you valuable health information. Remember, your health matters, and being informed is the first step towards a healthier life. Until next time, take care and stay well. Thank you.